0: Wasn't it Hulk Hogan who called
2: everybody? I don't brother? know, brother. Okay. I didn't watch any of these people growing up, brother.
0: Well, I'm going to use the game time app too, and neither did I.
2: You didn't say brother. 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 You have to have the hard, brother. hard, brother. Do not adjust your television sets or phones or tablets or however the hell you're watching this. I am Amino Hassan, and I'm wearing glasses. Yeah, I know, I know. Earlier this week, no one had ever seen me with a hat on, and now no one's ever seen me with glasses on. Look, every once in a while, you gotta switch it up. That's Charlotte Wilder over there. She looks... Thrilled for some reason that I'm wearing glasses? Yeah,
0: because it's like we're we're witnessing a makeover in real time. It's like you're trying stuff out on us, and it's a hat, and it's glasses. It's accessories week for Amin. <laughs> uh,
2: we've got a great show for you guys today. A little bit later, it's the return of So You Think You Know Me, the game show where we ask NBA players about themselves. And we've got LaMarcus Aldridge here. Tom Havistro, as always, is going to be leading the proceedings on that one. Also... Charlotte, it's your favorite segment, I believe. It's the one where people are feeling down and you... hype me up. There you go. We're doing that a little bit later. But first, uh, so we're in the deadest of the dead part of the offseason. Training camp isn't here yet. And also, I'm in Miami, and Damian Lillard isn't here yet. And so everyone's kind of bored and curious and wondering. So ESPN.com this week had a story by Bobby Marks, where he came up with several hypothetical deals for Damian Lillard, one to Miami, and then one to some other locations, Toronto, New Orleans, uh, Philadelphia, to name a few.
0: Sham Sharania earlier this week of The Athletic uh, reported that Dame really doesn't want to report to training camp if he's sent somewhere else. Like, for say, the Raptors was the team that was thrown out, which seemed to me sort of like very deliberate that he does not want to... Go to Canada. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? I mean,
2: yeah, it's not not necessarily doesn't want to go to Canada. It's like that's not a a situation that's going to help his career at this point. He wants to compete for a championship. He wants to play with elite talent, with uh, elite coaching. It's just not a great situation for him. And so this is the, the saber rattling of letting everyone know, don't even try it. Don't even try sending me anywhere because the next day I'm going to lodge another trade request to get out of there and get down to Miami. These are the big dates everyone should look out for. Obviously, in a couple of weeks, near the start of training camp. That's one. If it doesn't happen then, to me, the next big date on the calendar is December 15th. That's the date Mm -hmm. where you can start trading people who got signed this offseason. Then after that, the next big date is the February trade deadline. Those are the mile markers we're looking at right now, and so no one should really feel any sort of tension or pressure of why hasn't anything happened yet.
0: Do you think it's going to happen? Like, in, in your heart of hearts, do you think that Dame will be in Miami, or is there a world in which he finishes this season as a Blazer?
2: I just can't imagine the Blazers thinking that things will get better the longer he's unhappy, the longer he's there, and the longer everyone knows he doesn't wanna go anywhere other than Miami. I think the reality is they just have to find enough trade partners to make this a big enough deal. So Portland gets something of what it likes. And to me, this all comes down to, can we get pieces that fit and make it work for everybody? Not necessarily the quality of the pieces in question.
0: Well, speaking of making it work for everybody, We're gonna try to make it work for a few select people coming up here when we hype them up.
2: (laughs) Wait a segue, there you go. Feeling down, feeling like the world doesn't love you anymore. Perhaps programs are using your name a full eight, you know, 17 years after your relevancy has already expired. Have no fear. We've got the segment for you. It's called Hype me up. That's right. Get a was nip.
0: that was that a Sarah Palin callback?
2: I didn't say the name. Like, I don't know. Uh we said we got here we got a name, we got a prediction, and we got a statement, Charlotte. And yes. our mission, should you choose to accept it, is <laughs> to hype up this person, make them feel better, make them make this person or statement or prediction seem like it's worth it having around can you do that charlotte you you seem like Uh, a negative nancy so i i don't know if this positivity thing is your lane
0: i'm famously good at hyping people up without nagging them
2: okay all right well okay get you started this is a very familiar name to you charlotte yes joe Missoula, head coach of the boston celtics joe Missoula. gotta hype joe 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 joe
0: my dude where do i even start look first of all Everyone gave you a really hard time for saying you watch the town every night. Don't listen to them. You're already watching the town. You got to the Eastern Conference finals as your first year as a head coach. And, yes, you did not make it past that with arguably maybe uh, the best team. But, listen, you got a window here, Joe. You're going to crawl right through it. And we're going to go right to the finals that you're going to, you're going to take this team all the way. And, and if you don't, you might get pushed out of that window, but there, when one window closes another door always opens, as they say, Joe, you've got, you've got a bright young squad. Chris Stapps, we're going to figure out the whole injury. stuff. oh man, I mean, she's going downhill
2: yeah no uh, very positive very hyped up uh thank you charlie did uh, okay. you read a name to me i guess
0: <laughs> yeah sure. i did not know you crawled
2: uh, crawled through windows like, i thought you climbed through no, windows. you
0: can okay. you can crawl through a window like a basement i mean like window. think about a, like, a basement window
2: yeah, there you go so you got them in the basement got it
0: well no they're
2: joe joe well, you have
0: the... to crawl through it eventually like jo- even if you climb up you then crawl through yeah
2: joe's in the basement got it um What's my name? What's the name? I gotta hype up
0: the name you have is the Charlotte Hornets
2: Uh, Okay, so first of all, by the way, I want to point out the Charlotte said to him Like basically and if you don't get it done, you're gonna get fired (laughs) But I digress Um, The Charlotte Hornets. Oh a new era has begun look guys You don't have to BS with me. I know the deal Michael wasn't that great of an owner, right? Things weren't running that smoothly. But now you got new ownership. You got the guy who may have been part of, like, that whole financial meltdown with AMC Theaters and uh, GameStop. That guy's there. And then you also have the other guy who came from Atlanta, and he's kind of in control for the first five years. I don't want to get into the weeds. You got J. Cole. Hey, we all know J. Cole. J. Cole's there. And so this is new, inspiring leadership that's willing to invest in the team, connect with the players. You took Brandon Miller second, and even though Hugo the the Hornet didn't agree with that pick, guess what? Brandon Miller is going to prove everybody wrong. He's going to be the next Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's right. Print it and put my name under it and say it on Reddit like uh, Oddball's host Amino Hassan calls Brandon Miller the next Kevin Durant. That's right. I said it. And that's why the Charlotte Hornets are going to be in the play-in because LaMelo Ball, who could forget? LaMelo Ball takes another leap. He's going to take life seriously now. Coach Cliff, get him the ball. Get out the way. Spread the floor. Let him lead the way. Uh, 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 uh LaVar Ball sayings here, insert all. I'm gonna bit, get that shirt that says, uh you know, greatness takes balls. Yeah, that's. I agree, LaVar. Go Charlotte Hornets. Also, you're named after my co-host.
0: Yeah, I have to, you know how my dream is to have you have to hype me up one time? I read Charlotte and I was like, ooh, and then it was Hornets.
2: Oh, yeah. Well,
0: okay, I'm ready.
2: All right, here we go. The Statement. Jamal Murray calls out NBA 2K after disrespectful rating. Do we know what the rating was, Hollywood? What was he rated that he got so angry? As Charlotte can filibuster and think about it here, Charlotte. Don't listen to my voice. This is your got opportunity it. to come up. I'm with ready a good to go. Answer.
0: I actually saw. I think he was ranked 88, and Jokic got a 98.
2: Okay, there you go. So Jamal Murray got an 88 Charlotte on 2K. He calls out 2K for that disrespectful rating. Go ahead, hype him up.
0: Jamal, my dude, who gives a horse's butt what a bunch of video programmers in, I don't know, like Palo Alto or some lame tech city decided that your NBA rating was going to be? You think any of them play basketball? No. Jamal, you're out there. You're a champion now. And you are the only person who can decide what your rating is. So go out there, put get some inspirational posters for your wall, and put up an 88 and then cross it out and be like 100 if that's the scale that they rate this on because I don't play NBA 2K. Jamal, ball's in your court. Ignore, ignore the haters and the video games because you, my friend, are the real
2: deal. God damn it. Got it. Wow, I'm sure Jamal's ready to take on the world now.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Uh, Are you ready?
2: I'm ready for my statement, yes.
0: Uh, Nicholas Batum to retire after 2024 Paris Olympics.
2: It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Nick, the good times, the bad times. That time you signed a bunch of money with the Charlotte Hornets, a max, I believe. That time, the next five years afterward, where you didn't live up to it at all. But then you found your way back to the Clippers. Look, man, you've had an amazing career. International, NBA, you name it, man. You made money. You played on some really good teams. You got to compete. Uh, You you started for a lot of it. You were always a good teammate. I'll never forget your pre-draft workout in Phoenix. You came and... This was you coming fresh off of European style and European kind of wave and Nick, you really smell bad. I don't think deodorant was part of your regimen. And so when you shot at one side of the court, we literally had everyone else shooting at the other side because the funk was that bad. But that's not your fault, Nick. You were 18, 19 years old, fresh out of playing for France. Nobody told you these things, but over time, you learned, you got better, you improved, and along the way, you made a ton of money. And for that, I say, congratulations, sir. You are one of the greatest French basketball players ever. You were part of the golden generation of France basketball, along with Tony and Boris. And Ronnie and uh, the rest of the gang there. So, oh, how can I forget? My guy, Mikel Pietrus, Air France, right? So, enjoy retirement. Go out on top right there in your hometown of Paris among the French, the Parisiennes. Uh, Take one last walk down the Champs-Elysées. Maybe stop off at Noura and get yourself a Chalermas because this is my favorite. Here's now you're just, at you, kid. Now you're just bragging that you know French words. Oh, mes parents dans la en le 15e. That's it. That's what it's called. Presque uh, de Beaugrenelle. That's right. You guys didn't know I had it. Wait, wait, qu'est-ce qui se passe? C'est bien ça? OK, OK, d'accord, d'accord. i speak French. French.
0: Thank you. Uh, all right. Hit me. You're also. You always, you always give me a hard time for being like, oh, but he's really hyped up now. You just told a story about how Nicholas Batum smelled bad
2: when he was eighteen or nineteen. Now he's he's fine. Look, we all have bad stories. Have you smelled him recently? What?
0: Have you smelled him recently? I've been around him.
2: Yeah, he doesn't smell like that anymore.
0: Well, he's French too, so you got to cut him a little
2: slack. Your prediction is Giannis stays in Milwaukee for his entire career.
0: Giannis, listen, for this is amazing. You don't have to move. You're a loyal guy. You you're like, look, if you compete for a championship, I'll stay here. You said that this summer. And what if this means that they're ready to compete for a championship again? That you're not gonna be out there trying to do this all on your own. You're gonna get some help. It means that everything has gone right. Also, Milwaukee, sort of underrated town. The Schlitz building over there, they've got like some cool old industrial architecture. You could you could Uh, um yeah you know turn some lofts into artist spaces Mm -hmm. uh i think that there's i think there's a bright future for you Giannis, and you'll you'll go down in history as the best milwaukee guy of all time this is your legacy man this is it stay stay in milwaukee win a few more championships that's great
2: you know every child growing up in the streets of Athens, dreams one day of becoming the greatest athlete in Milwaukee sports history.
0: Well, so. I mean, you know that they call those old warehouses along the lake or whatever the the Parthenon of of Wisconsin.
2: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And they so. call they call uh, Culver's the Acropolis, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got it, it
0: actually took me a, a little while there um, to remember that Milwaukee to be sure Milwaukee was in Wisconsin.
2: So. Math, geography, uh, what else do we have here? Not, not Charlotte's strong suits. All right,
0: but I got there, so I think that's hit me.
2: Hit me with my okay,
0: okay, okay. Luka Doncic wants to be MVP.
2: Man, of course Luka wants to be MVP. We already know this. Look, come on, man, you want to be MVP, right? Damn, man. Look, you were the most dominant guy at the FIBA World Cup. I know, I know. Canada did their bush league bull and they got you ejected out of that game because dylan brooks can't guard you one-on-one just straight up he's got to involve all the trickery and all the other stuff dude don't even worry about that guess what canada lost the very next game so there's nothing to write home about there no you're gonna be fine dude you're gonna head out there this season you and kyrie match made in heaven man who could stop either of you guys dribbling the basketball not the opponents not the opposing coach, hell, not even your own head coach could stop you guys from dribbling that air out of the ball. Step backs, fall aways, fadeaways, fadeaways, J's in people's faces. Plus, you're an amazing rebounder. People look at you and say, oh, He's kind of chunky, he doesn't really jump. Guess what? That chunky, non jumping boy right there, he grabbed rebounds. And then, in the words of Maddie Johnson, he you'll be hitting them with all these passes you make guys like dwight powell who lost with canada by the way let me just point that out one more time you make guys like dwight powell look amazing out there and you know what that's the key to being mvp it's not just you're being amazing it's you got to make all these other scrubs around you look amazing too sorry dwight powell this is a hype me up segment so you're gonna have to just take the l there so yeah luca you wanting to be mvp is absolutely a dream come true
0: Non ju- chubby non jumping dude.
2: Yeah. Chubby non jumping. Chubby non jumping motherfucker, But like I just figured the bleep would be a little exciting. Well, excessive.
0: now we have it. So, uh, do I have any more? Or nope,
2: that was it. That's going to do it for hype, hype me nope. up.
0: Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln, or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shay Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shay and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like The Denzel Washington and Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy, for the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus, a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make six trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow six trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
2: The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
0: With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down.
2: You guys think the Timberwolves can beat the Nuggets? Anthony Edwards is plus 1,300 to win. Finals MVP. Wow, that's putting the cart before the horse. And if your team isn't in the playoffs, you can wager on who's going to win in a draft lottery on May 12th.
0: And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly.
2: So here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code ODDBALL. That's code O-D-D-B-A-L-L. For new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
0: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: It's time for the game that's sweeping the nation. It's called So You Think You Know Me, and let's give it up for our host, Tom Havistro. Hey! Applause, applause, uh, people
3: cheering. There you go. Tom, take it away. Thank you, LaMarcus. You didn't need to do that. Uh, Yes, I am the host of everyone's favorite game show, So You Think You Know Me. Uh, LaMarcus, you're an amazing NBA player, one of the biggest, best bucket getters ever to pick up a basketball, five-time All-NBA, seven-time All-Star, scored over 20,000 points in your NBA career. I think there's only 23 players who have accumulated 20,000 points and 8,000 rebounds in the NBA, and you're one of them. Uh, Congratulations on an amazing career. We're going to play this game. It's called So You Think You Know Me. And we came up with this idea because so many fans think they know everything about an NBA player, but here on this program, we say who knows better about their career than the player themselves. LaMarcus Aldridge, I'm going to ask you some fun questions about your time in the NBA. Are you ready to play so you think you know me? Let's do it. Okay, 20,558 points. That's a lot of points in the NBA, a lot of buckets, and a lot of assists on those buckets. According to our friends at stathead.com, you have been assisted by 104 players in your nba career i'm not going to ask you to name all 104 <laughs> but i'm wondering if you can name the top five players that have assisted lamarcus aldridge in your career andre miller andre miller is number six 253 what? yo i saw andre miller because you play what two years with andre but we
1: had so many lobs when i was there with we- like <laughs> There with us, I was like, he has to be top five. We threw so many lobs that year.
3: What was the best lob play like that? Nate would draw up, it was simple, it was
1: um, just floppy. So it was like teams were trying to take me out, so they were like, they were trying to front me. So I would pin down for whoever, like Nick Batum or whoever, and I'll just go to the rim. Way out by half court, he would just throw that thing and it'd be on a string right to the rim. It was crazy,
2: Tom. 20 2010, uh, first round of the playoffs, Suns versus Blazers. They ran that five, to death five. game.
1: <laughs> um top five is uh Sergio Rodriguez on there.
3: He is not in the top five, but pretty high on the list. Um he's he's sixty-seven assists to you in your career. Wow. Uh, Tony, Parker. I'm, I'm... Tony Parker's number seven. Whoa. Oh man, we're so close. Oh. He's getting six to ten down. B Roy. B-Roy! B-Roy's number two. B-Roy with 369 assists to you, LaMarcus. Is there a particular play that stands out that B-Roy would hit you up? Jake and (laughs) Pop. (laughs) Jake and Pop. Dame. I forgot
1: about Dame. Like, number one, huh?
3: Number one, baby. Number one, Damian Lillard, 383 assists to LMA. Brandon Roy at number two. Three, four, and five. I'll give you a hint. You've already said his name in this discussion uh, today. So who is kind of a, an international player bigger than a, your normal point guard? Nick Batum. Nick Batum.
2: Oh. Nick yeah, like, Batum number was, was number three?
1: Because the Damon and I had a, a great run, and then b and I had a great run, and then Nick was kind of there for both of those runs. So <laughs> that makes sense. How, how,
2: that, were you, how were you getting Nick Batum? assists like how is he how are you guys I'm trying to think about what actions you guys uh,
1: uh, pick and roll or it'll be plays where he would throw me the lob so it would be like pick and roll with say B-Roy he swings it real quick to Nick Nick yep. throws it to the rim now you remember yeah <laughs> <Now> you
3: remember.
0: <laughs> oh sassy I like that LaMarcus keep that energy up <laughs>
3: All right. So the four and the five. Uh, number five, play with you in both San Antonio and Brooklyn. Patty Mills. <laughs> Patty Mills. Yeah. I was surprised by that one. Lot of lot of good chemistry with Patty.
1: Exactly, great guy, uh, great player. Uh, we always play really well in the pick and roll because he could shoot the three so well that teams would kind of jump out to him and then I'd be wide open. So yeah, we definitely played the, the, the uh, pick and roll really good together.
3: Number four on the list, LaMarcus, is a white dude. I'm giving you a hint. Huh. White dude. I mean, do you got this one? I don't. I'm getting he no. Played? Steve Blake! Yes!
2: Steve Blake got it. forgot all about him.
3: Number four on the list. You got Damian, Brandon Roy, Nick Batum, Steve Blake, Patty Mills, and Andre Miller's just right behind Patty Mills. 253 to you and 260 for Patty Mills. I'm shocked by Andre Miller not being in the
2: top five. Great call.
1: If I would have guessed, I would have thought Dame and then Andre. So it's crazy that. He's not in the top five.
2: Lamarcus, did, did Patty play with you in Portland, too?
1: Yeah, Portland, San Antonio, and Brooklyn. So
2: you all Patty Mills, no one?
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> crazy. All right, so we, uh, we mentioned that you just had some crazy buckets in the playoffs, but there's two that stand out to me, two buzzer beaters in your NBA career. That is... A game-winning shot taken tied or trailing and no time left on the clock after it went in so there's two in your NBA career that I got that I could find can you name those two buzzer beaters?
1: It's three, but I'll take the touch, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Dallas. It's uh, both versus Dallas. It was in Dallas. We had uh, Coach Caleb Canales coaching us because eight was let go. And then uh, he, asked, he asked me, you know, where, where did I want the ball? I said, at the elbow. Just just uh, threw the ball to me off the dribble, step back, and then cashed it in. And then my second one was Dallas in Portland. Terry Stotts is the coach. I the three to tie it up. And then they put me on the post, and then I did my little featherweight from out of bounds, and that was game.
3: Cash money. Can you remember who was guarding you for both of those?
1: Hayward in Dallas, and tall, light skinned. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, very athletic. Was it? Like, yep. What was it? Brandon Wright. Yeah. Oh, wow.
3: Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brandon one, Wright.
1: The third one that's not on there is would be Rory. We were in Milwaukee, he had been cooking. He drove and he kicked to me to the uh, the uh, baseline.
3: I baseline. Guess. Do you remember who was guarding you on that baseline? Because I have this one written down. It went in, I think, with like 2.4 seconds left. So it didn't count, like, technically as a buzzer beater. Do you remember who was guarding you on that baseline right jumper, right baseline?
1: Does the name start with an A?
3: Yeah, the first name starts with an A.
1: And then the, the last name, would it be?
3: Yes, that's right. Yeah, it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Bogut. Andrew Bogut was guarding you on the right baseline. Royal Ivy was guarding B-Roy there. Uh, drove the lane, kicked it out, and you hit it with 2.4 seconds left. The other players on the floor from Milwaukee on that night, I mean, Michael Red, Charlie Bell,
2: Desmond Mason, Andrew Bogut. Damn. Man. Yo, but sh- by the way, shout out to Royal Ivy who just coached South Sudan to a- Olympic berth over guy, there. Yeah, yeah, so was shout was out to Big Queens energy over there. All right. LaMarcus, thanks so much for joining us on So You Think You Know Me. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for the next time we run this. I don't know who's going to be in here, Tom. We might have anybody in here. So keep it locked in. Brother dudettes.
0: Okay, bye.